the just jungles of Central California. Sun, jungles of of mid Central California. Got it. Coastal Central California. <laughs> Do you think they just subdivide themselves? Like, no, no, we're not Central. We're Coastal. Uh, people absolutely say that, right? Yes. They're like, oh yeah, this is Coastal California. It yeah, comes with a difference in property value. So oh, <laughs> a couple of go. zeros, you mean? It yeah, always exactly. comes down to the money, doesn't it, JJ? Yes, it does. All right. Yes, well, does. this episode also comes down to the money, and it is sponsored by Subspace Transmissions, a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to episode 262. We were gamers, a podcast with JJ. Hello. Michael. Hey friends. Andy, we talk about uh we talk about games a lot and other things related to games and pop culture stuff sometimes. I wouldn't even call it pop culture stuff. It's just stuff we enjoy. I know we're watching some shows. Uh we probably don't have time to talk about Castlevania yet cuz I am not quite done with it. And me either, so don't feel bad. Okay. I'm not quite done with it. Um, but we did watch some Star Trek recently. Mm-hmm. Take me out to the Hollow Suite. And that's going to be out at the end of the week after you listen to this podcast. So if you, this is your last chance to get a watch in for the, uh, the big spoiler cast there. <laughs> from yeah. 1998. From the, <laughs> yeah, the episode... Four of season seven of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, uh, from yeah, nineteen ninety eight. So get your <laughs> yeah your spoilers get, ready, I guess. Get your spoilers. Get your typing fingers on for the, all the stuff you think we missed. Uh, we need to listen to it. It was good. We had a fun time. It was refreshing after all that discovery. Mm-hmm. That's what a crew feels like in a weird way. It's tough because you're jumping in in the like very near the end of that show. And a lot has happened. It's a real crew. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, speaking of Castlevania, maybe it's a good time to do some emails. Uh, we got an email asking, what animes have we been getting into? I, we do this once in a while where we batch up emails and then we talk about them. And uh, I don't have an answer to that one. I don't know. Castlevania is an anime for sure. It's not, it's not written and done in Japan though, so I does, don't know if that counts. Yeah, does it yeah, require? We... Does does anime require it to be from Japan, or is it just like a style? Because uh... I think like I agree that Castlevania seems like it's an anime. I guess it seems like it. I mean, it was made in Texas though. So it's so like, like anime lookalike, I guess. Is Archer an anime? No. No. Okay. Definitely not. Where would you put Invincible? I don't know if I would say it's quite there, but it's closer. No, it's not anime either. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. How to, yeah. So then maybe Castlevania is not anime. Maybe right? Castlevania is not anime, but they really make it look like it. So I guess it doesn't count. Yeah. Okay. So Japanese animation, anime. Um, I started watching more Naruto again. Why? Because Why would you do this? <laughs> I don't know. I can't stop. I just got to know what happens. 
You just go to the last season and just watch that and then be done. I just or the last movie, I guess. I don't know. There's probably like seventy. I movies, don't know. So. I I don't read any of the. I'm sure people already know how it ends because all that stuff has been out forever, and I don't care if it's spoiled for me. But I just you got to root for the little orange, yellow haired guy. You know? Do you? I mean, I get that's the whole thing, right? It is the whole thing. So yeah, yeah. of course you do. Of course, you yeah, do. of course you do. I don't have a good answer for this question, but I thought I, you guys might. I don't know. I haven't uh, I haven't watched any like anything that classifies here as anime in quite a while yeah uh i was watching the original mobile suit gundam and i got through almost all of that i think i have like one more season or something near the end uh to watch but uh kind of fell off that well if people um if people have suggestions based on iron-blooded orphans send them in because i'm interested i watched that godzilla anime that they did on Netflix. That was definitely anime. It was not great. We talked about that off on the air, actually. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, yeah. next next I email. I haven't seen a lot of, <laughs> a lot of anime recently. Yeah. It's just kind of uh, how it is. Neither have I. Okay, next email. Uh, has there been any new tech in monitors? They got bigger. That's all I know. I mean, that's just blatantly wrong but you know the, <laughs> it, like, it depends what you mean by tech right what does this person decide is new like when was the last time they got a new monitor you know yeah yeah hmm because you know, the, the stuff that's like new and exciting now in Have monitors we... is the same stuff that's been in tvs for a little while but is now finally scaling down to the size of a computer monitor you mean like the 240 motion stuff uh, I don't know. I don't know about 240 motion stuff, but like, yeah, high frame rate stuff has been a thing in monitors for a while now, and that yeah. stuff is starting to get pretty good. Also, the G Sync slash FreeSync stuff in the monitor it does require hardware in a monitor, right, to support that stuff. Yep. Uh, so that stuff that eliminates tearing almost completely is is really really good technology. Um, that stuff is great. Of course, like now they're starting to come out with monitors that have HDR which is something that monitors did not traditionally have. I have an answer recently. to this question. Maybe. I would say one of the advances in monitors is that TVs have become very good monitors. Yeah, so that is the other <laughs> thing, right, is that a lot of people don't use computer monitors anymore. They just use smaller-sized TVs. Yeah. Like, there are people who out there who just have, like, you know, a 32-inch TV on their desk, and that's their computer monitor or something like that. Yeah. I've noticed uh, we could take a break from emails to talk about something new in my house. Uh, there's a gigantic TV here now. Uh, brand, okay. brand, new, brand new-ish from last year. Not a new model, but... Uh, which, which one did you get, though? A Samsung 75-inch... Q80 4K TV. Is that one of those OLEDs? Uh, they call it a QLED, but I believe that is an OLED. Yeah. Got it. Uh, it is not... Uh, it might be a V8. I don't remember. It's very good. It's very bright. It's got HDR. It's got 240 hertz. It's got all sorts of cool stuff on it. 
it's it's a modern TV and uh much like we espouse on this show I would suggest that people looking at televisions never buy new technology because they're starting to come out with 8K TVs now and that was the signal for me that it was okay to get a 4K TV I mean <laughs> by you say starting to come out with you mean they showed one at a trade show and it was $10,000 yeah you but can't be... like normal people can't buy those yet yeah <laughs> like but most of the technology finally i think on the 4k front before they start to move into these bigger tvs uh has now been accomplished they've got a standard now for hdr they've got a standard for there's multiple hdr standards sadly <laughs> uh kind of right but they all read them all Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the issue is more on the content side than the TV technology side. Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of numbers. I guess we could talk about HDR10. and HDR10 seems to be the very commonest one, but there's... Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? It's like... I forget the name of the other one. Anyway, there's another name for one that is like Dolby affiliated or something. Dolby Man. Vision? Is that what you're thinking of? Maybe. Yeah, I think it's... I there's... don't remember. I think there's HDR10, and then there's an advanced HDR10. Or maybe there's... No, hold on. Is advanced HDR a different one? I feel like it is. I think AHDR is... Could be. Advanced HDR. I'm thinking of two different ones. And I think there's Dolby Vision. I'm pretty sure HDR10 is the one that is going to stand the test of time. It's certainly the most common one. The one you see on stuff when you stream it and stuff like that, if it's supported, usually they list it under there. Like Netflix has it on a lot of stuff and, and Disney+. Plus. And I stuff, guess we should so. say what HDR is in case people don't know. Uh, high dynamic range. Which, what does that mean, Andrew? Uh, more range than standard <laughs> dynamic range. <laughs> uh, d- didn't answer very, the question. Very astute. It means uh, stuff real bright. Yeah, stuff gets light. Su- super bright. But also not blinding you like a backlight just pointed at your eyes. It takes whites and makes them as white as possible, but then tries to keep the rest of the screen uh, to the proper levels and stuff like that. So you get a huge contrast. You can you can make it very contrasty and have more color range. The brighter things get, the more colors you can show, right? Uh, that's not true, right? You don't need brightness to show color, but to see that, it well in a large room when oh, there's lots of other colors next to it, yes. Yeah, well, obviously, that's not a true, entirely true statement, because if you make it something too bright, you can only see white. But uh, if you don't have a significant amount of brightness to an object, your whites will never look white. And if you want things to look white and not gray but also yeah. see deep shadows and vibrant colors. You need something that can display very brilliantly at the, the same time. The act of applying the range, increasing the range of allowable brightness allows there to be more shades of color and more different gradations in between, mm-hmm. right? So then your eye can see more things and more stuff shows up to you on the screen. Yeah. It, this is a really dopey way of saying that like, it really does look pretty striking when you see a an image with hdr yeah uh, I, so yeah i and i was never know, impressed more by, than the uh, 4k thing i think that i was you took the freaking words right out of my mouth man <laughs> <laughs> i was literally about to say i've never i was never impressed by 4k which is a <sighs> 3800 ish by 2100 ish 
resolution. I can't it's, remember the. It pixel. is the literal. It is the literal. Is it just double? Double. Okay, yeah. so thirty-eight forty by twenty-one sixty. Sixty would be double. Yes, yeah. It is the double of ten eighty p. So, but they use four to make it sound better. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I was never. It, it's not that impressive. Four K. Um, your eyeball. So there's two things that are there's there's two things about 4K. It's very impressive that you can sit a lot closer to the screen. Um but even sitting closer to the screen unless you're looking at like text or things like that, uh, it's all it's hard for your eye to discern the difference between 1920 and 10, and uh 3800, right? Um I mean, it's, it's just not impressive. Yeah, it's more, right? There's more. There's more detail in the image and that's good. But that's my opinion. It is less. Uh, the HDR is a thing that you didn't have access to before, and it again, and then assuming the content supports it, right? So either the stream yeah. you're watching or the video or whatever yeah. has the HDR brightness correctly done in it. Yeah. Then it, it you end up with a more vibrant picture than but you let, otherwise. Let me tell you, friends, as someone with, I don't mean to brag, but almost perfect color recognition in those, you know, color variation tests. I've uh, never been impressed by TVs this much as I have by an HDR screen. Wow. Yeah. The gradient and color is really amazing. uh, You know, this is the We Were Gamers way of us catching up to technology that's been around for like three or four years. So... As uh, you should, right? Like, yeah. If I bought no, a TV it, three know. years ago, it wouldn't have all the standards. It wouldn't be able to display all the right stuff. Yeah. I mean, I still have a plasma TV here, so you know, I'm I'm way behind. Do you uh, do you lift it off the wall to get a workout once in a while? No. Why would I do that? It's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> this 75 inch TV was like 60 pounds. That's lighter than I would think it would yeah, be for a 75 bad. inch TV. Yeah, it's the thing. Okay, here's the thing I will complain about. I, we have been looking at TVs somewhat recently because ours is a plasma TV. And <laughs> it's old. I mean, it's 1080p and it looks nice, but it's old. It's time, probably kind of time to get a new yeah, one. Yeah, so our plasma TV was starting to wash out, mm. uh, which is something that happens to plasma TVs, right? Uh, the, it's, the blacks start to look gray uh, as they My get complaint- older has nothing to do with that. My complaint has to do with TVs now have standardized on sizes and they have their sizes are 55, 65, 75 and like 80 or 85. Why is there not like 50, 60, 70, 80? Why do we have the extra 5? Why do we do that? 55 was uh, 55 was like the 1080p standard size. Um and so if you're going to standardize and which most people did around 55 right and then call that your kind of most co- so uh, 55 was the standard most common sold size in the u.s during the 1080p era um and now with 4k tvs the most common size is 65 because your viewing um distance is much much closer with 4k um so with like a with like a standard definition television, you wanted to be like 1.8 times pixel dimension with a HD display, 1080, 720 or 2080, uh, 1080, you wanted to be like 1.4 times 
pixel dimension distance uh, to size, right? So 55 times 1.4. Uh, so now with 4K, it's 1 to 1. So you're saying that if you have a 65-inch TV, you need to be 65 inches away from it? It's your minimum. That's your, min- that's your minimum viewing distance, yeah. Uh, minimum. Right. You could go further, but like... That's where the optimum is in theory. That twelve feet, pretty far, man. Sixty inches? What? Sixty inches is five feet. Yeah, try oh, that again, wait. bud. I'm doing, man. Today is a bad math day for me. <laughs> I've been screwing stuff up. It's all a ho- it's a holiday. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but my so my sadness is that the TV we have is currently a sixty inch TV, and uh-huh. it fits very nicely into the space that we have for it. Let me uh, let me so put an idea out either, here for you. But... I either go down to a fifty-five or uh-huh. go up to a sixty-five, and it won't fit well. Uh, well, how big is the bezel on that TV? It's not big. huge. Okay, but like an inch. Uh, I don't know. I I would have to go look. Okay, because the one on ours is it's about not three... an inch. It's it's less than that. The one on ours is about three millimeters. Okay, I mean the TV literally fits into the space. Right. So, but what I'm saying is a 65 might still fit into the space because there is literally as minimum bezel on this thing as possible. They had to put these plastic things around the screen that you're not allowed to take off until you're sure the TV's in position because you there's nowhere to grip it. There's no bezel left to touch it on. Got so it. it might fit. That's all I'm saying. I, uh, but I like, yeah. I, okay. I so you're saying I need to measure the full size of the TV, right? In order to make that determination, I feel yeah. like I did this already, and that I saw that nothing fits. So uh, too short. Well, yeah. twelve, twelve. Feet. I'll do it again. I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> twelve, so. twelve feet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very impressed. Uh, the Man, one, Andy, the one. What did, you, you're you're. Leaving us without the most important piece of information. What'd you play first? Oh, um, unfortunately, I didn't have any 4K UHD discs or anything like that. So I had to try to see what was available. And I knew uh, Disney Plus streams 4K Ultra HD HDR content if it detects it. And the TV has built-in apps. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's a smart, like a full smart thing. It could uh, every single app that could be on your Samsung phone will work. I believe it runs Android. It also has Apple, uh, Apple Play too. You can Apple Play to it, and it has the Apple TV app. So I don't know how they square all those circles, and I'm not going to ask. I mean, they square them. They just make deals with each company. Yeah, running running an app. Yeah, but turns out apps are apps, and you can run them on anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Disney had Free Solo the climbing movie which I thought would be impressive and quite was. Yes. Uh man, the I've never been to El Capitan but now I feel like I have. <laughs> you look you can see every little gradient in the rock. It's crazy. And like the HDR it's bright and sunny on half the screen. And then this shaded rock, you can see every detail of it. So perfect use of exposure on the camera side and then translated to 
to HDR was pretty amazing. Um, I got to look for more. Um, there's a lot there. They have a whole UHD section, UHD being short for 4K, I guess. Which was pretty pretty cool. Uh, I haven't checked to see what other streaming apps automatically do it. I uh, kind all of, of them. I kind of don't want to invest in discs anymore. I just feel like in 10 more years, 8K will be a thing. And then, the you know, you're always going to be up-resing your discs. I mean, um, so at least in terms of the discs, that's true. But also, in 10 more years, your internet won't have gotten 10 times better in order to carry 8K video. Sure. So there is also hmm. that. Somebody's got to do something, right? And in I mean, this the, country... Inter- a lot of internet can barely carry 4K video these days. Well, so. in, in this country, someone will come up with a solution to deliver packets better because we can't possibly upgrade the infrastructure. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, delivering packets better eventually just ends up at some point of hitting the theoretical speed limit of the copper line to your house that screws everything up. <laughs> so. Well, if AT&T really wanted to put fiber in, I'd pay for it. Yeah. I mean, real fiber, not their junky DSL that they call fiber. Anyway, um, let's not get in on a down note. I got a pretty new TV. Uh, I will say something. 75 inches is quite large, uh, even further back than the viewing angle, because we're like, we're further back than 75 inches from the TV. But we had to go get a smaller TV stand. Because <laughs> it was too high on the wall (laughs) you felt like you were sitting in the front row of the movie theater oops yeah how does the smaller tv stand shorter shorter shorter. oh i see because it it was too high up got it yeah because eventually it's just that you can't do anything about getting it lower other than to put it lower so be aware anyway uh man we were that was emails okay that was monitors right uh we got another question i think we should just do it now because we may or you guys will be recording during e3 but i won't be here do you think the new switch is coming what is what is e3 i know right (laughs) do you think the new switch is coming i feel like this is a trap question i feel like i mean i'm 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 still on yes that we'll see it this year at this point. I don't know if we will see it this year or not, but a hundred percent chance there is a new switch coming sometime. <laughs> oh well, yeah. If, I mean, if that's the bar, I they didn't you know they didn't they didn't force me to put a timeline on it. They will eventually release a newer, more powerful switch. It will, will it happen. be like a PlayStation Four handheld? No, it will be a very slightly better switch that runs some things faster just like they did with the 3DS and just like they've done with like a bunch of other Nintendo consoles in the past. The Switch is actually getting up there in age. I didn't even realize. Bank on that. Easy. Yeah. I think you'll see. I don't know if it'll, you know, it's a question of whether they can produce enough Switches this year to sell them this year. That's the question It isn't stop to anyone else, Andrew. Why would it stop them? I don't no know. No one else has had that problem. Apparently, they just shipping, sell them anyway. Apparently, some uh, let's say less than scrupulous electric vehicle companies uh, are shipping cars just without some parts that they can't get. Huh. Hmm. Hey, here's Seems your illegal. Here's your. Well, sure. I don't know. You know, 
fast and loose with the rules, I guess, is the way some people operate. Uh, yeah, here's this thing. Here's your car. It's missing the parts because we can't get them. We'll install them when we get them. I mean, yeah, I don't know. You know, the... I guess even auto manufacturers have fallen to the issue of no one can get a 3080 these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep this price down and we might get them by the end of the year, you guys. Uh, by the way, as we're recording this, there is an AMD press conference and an NVIDIA press conference ongoing this this evening. Oh. And uh, guess what they're not announcing? More stock for their cards. Who cares? Pointless press conference. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Don't want to care. Oh, we're announcing a TI-3080 or whatever. Who cares? It's $5 billion, and then we'll be $5 billion plus an extra billion in markup in the secondary market. Yeah. I don't care. Unless they're announcing they're like quadrupling production, I don't want to hear about it. Mining is down uh, 20%, so maybe there's a chance you could get a 3080 TI. No, but it's like the the announced prices are insane. It's like literally almost two thousand dollars for the card to start. Oh, that's insane. No, yeah, I just want to play. Game. I want to play on my fourteen forty monitor at full frame rate with no dips at one forty four. That's all I want. It's a lot harder to get one forty four than you think it is these days. Man. I that's absolutely understand. Right. I mean, like as, it's gonna as games have been starting to use like the PC games that are coming out now, right? Were essentially like native games that were programmed for consoles that have eight K video mem or sorry, yeah, eight eight gigs of video memory essentially. So if you don't have way more than that, you are not likely to be able to run them at high frame rate because like they didn't hit thirty on those consoles, right? Or in some instances, they didn't. So yeah. if you try and play Horizon on your PC, you're going to have a bad time is what I'm saying. Well, I don't need to because I have a PS4 and I got that game from them. Hey, so hey. how about 30? You want to hit 30 in that game on the PS4? I'm just saying like the, my eventual goal is I'd like to hit 144 on this 1440 monitors. And that's maybe a, the answer to the first question that we got was, is there any new Tekken monitors? No, because they can't keep up with the games. Yeah. <laughs> the, the new thing, like... Uh, truly the only important thing in monitors, in my opinion, is the G-Sync, FreeSync stuff. That is the thing that matters in monitors. And like, yeah, if you want a high frame rate, that's great too. But yeah, but you like, could find uh, monitors five, ten years ago that had these things. As long as you got as long as you got DisplayPort connection and you got G-Sync or FreeSync. Uh, that, that's not five years. Uh, is it five years old? Maybe it is now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I have it's, okay. at least that old. I have monitors yeah. more than, if not five years, then you know, like roughly five years that are that have, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, that's the thing, man. At yeah. this point, like, <laughs> and as we always have said here uh, at We Were Gamers, you know, Andrew, that's that's your actual answer, right? You need to be playing at 1080p because then you can get 144 hertz. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's only a 20 something inch monitor. 24. Uh, the I mean, the size of the monitor, it's the res that matters, right? I know it's the res that matters, but like for 24 inches, I'm not sure that I need more than 1080p. I like that it's 1440 and it gives me a nice little extra room when doing stuff on my desktop. But yeah, maybe, maybe if you run it answer. at 1080, I, I bet you can get better frame rates. For I sure. don't know. This card, this card is old technology wise, not, not to me wise. <laughs> 
All right. Your pain. Uh, so monitors get a TV. Upcoming Switch, yes, eventually. Uh, anime, we're not quite sure. Last question comes in from Alex M, our friend. Uh, blah blah blah. JJ, you're getting congratulations on new cars and backyards. Uh, no, we don't ride that crypto train. Uh, and then lastly, in his... And no, and no one should. No, and <laughs> yeah, no one should. That's absolutely right. Uh, do we use VPNs on this podcast? Hmm. I don't. Uh, I have to for work sometimes. So do I. I don't. I don't use a personal one, but I use one for work. Okay. Right. For my my personal stuff, I do not. But for work, I have to. I do we have enough to say about VPNs that it would be a component class, or should we just touch on them here? Uh, I mean, I know a lot about how the technology works, but I don't know that I have enough. I can understand why you want them, uh, but I don't know that I have enough to say about it like from a personal experience the a lot of the reasons that i know about why you would want vpns are are for circumventing regional restrictions around things to like let you access uk netflix or uh, yeah, get access the, to like stuff that isn't available in your region on youtube or whatever one of the big ones right now is uh that Warzone game people use vpns to get around the matchmaking in their home country yeah hmm. That kind of stuff happens in all those shooter games. Um, I remember people saying that, like, oh, if you use a VPN and connect to Australia or whatever, there's no one playing, and you can party with your friends and basically have a whole match to yourself and other weird stuff like that. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, Part of it has to do with um, forcing their ping higher and the way that that game reacts to ping uh, and kind of giving you like some sort of iframes, you know, Hmm. uh, seems like a quote unquote workaround (laughs) for, for some stuff. Anyway, um, VPN services. I don't know. There's a lot of VPNs you can sign up with. The cheapest one. I don't know what services they provide that you would want other than connecting you to a thing. That is not in your country. And a lot of them, like, they limit your bandwidth or they limit the amount that you can transfer. Stuff that's like true. that. That's true. Yeah. So, like, for... Prevent you from running torrents, essentially, off them, right? So, like, that's the kind of stuff that... This is the, the, back when torrents were a thing was the last time I thought about using a VPN, right? So it's been a long time. Yeah. Well, uh, finally, the industries that were getting hit by torrents have caught up with understanding what people are willing to do to not torrent. Have they? I'm, <laughs> I'm there. Most of the time. Okay. I don't, I don't know that they, they really have gotten the uh, the idea, but they certainly are better than they used to be. Sure. Anyway. I Yeah, I, I just unfortunately I don't have any information like about how much it costs or which ones are good or anything because I don't... Yeah, I don't have a... I don't have one to like suggest. That's a good point though. See if there's any bandwidth caps. Uh, see which... I know some of them allow you to hook up to different countries. Like if you sign up with this service, you can hook up to like 27 different countries or like if you hook up with that service, it hooks up directly to only this exact server or whatever. So just make sure you. Yeah. And like pay attention to their privacy policies. Oh yeah. That's a big one. That stuff. 
it, the point of using a VPN is that your traffic is not pointing to you. Uh, so if you care about that, you should be aware of what the policies are for that service, uh, like when they would choose to give over your information to whomever. Uh, and then for Alex's last question, I don't use a password manager. I assume you guys don't either. No. Yeah. Uh, I've been required by work to use one, uh, on my work stuff. So I have one there. Okay. But personally, Uh, there, there is a option for me to then get some kind of account for that personally, but I've read online that there's issues with that. If you then ever leave and that password stored on that account can like, very difficult to separate and so i haven't done it that has always been my fear um one putting all my passwords in one place for someone to find uh seems like that's not like how a, it's like a buffet so some the, the, some of those services are fear there well, no, well some yeah. of those services are and some aren't so there's those okay. ones that go between machines right like oh i've got the password manager that remembers all my passwords and i can access it anywhere uh, I would not suggest those. Okay. I actually agree exactly the opposite with you. All of the ones you want are the ones that are cloud-based and work on everything from your phone to your computer to anything else. That's the way you want it. You uh, want it so that it re- literally remembers every single password okay, for you. So there's, That's what you want. There's two different ones that I'm thinking of. And one is a yes and one's a no. And Michael, feel free to step in. The yes one to me is the one that is cloud-based that is managed by like integration into your system. So I have my iPhone remember my passwords, right? Sure. That is stored in the keychain of the of my cloud account. And those are not necessarily passwords that are stored. I'm talking about there's a there's other services that you in, then install through an app that are cloud-based and I would not trust those. Okay. They all use the same technology. So I feel that fear is a little irrational. Okay. Um, Fair. Because they all, they all work the similar way. I, iCloud uses some sort of keychain that then secures it to your iCloud account. Google does something similar, right? Where it stores it to your Google account. Um, I have Google remembering several passwords for me, but then not other ones just cause I didn't create those when I had the Google account at that time. So whatever. Um, but the way the one at work works is it's a there's a browser add-in that uh, is installed in all the browsers again because it's all managed by IT so I don't like get control of any of this it just shows up right uh, and you can either log in to that app um, in the browser or uh, on like intra intranet web pages and you can either then use your um, What's the little thing? The VPN token or whatever. We have physical little tokens that show numbers and you can use that to log into the thing or you can use a master password that you've set and then you don't have to change the master password but all of the like fancy passwords that the password generator creates are like 60 characters and incomprehensible. Uh, so there's no chance anyone is breaking these. <laughs> it's like, do you, do you ever do those? Because my phone suggests those. Do you do those personally? I don't. Uh, if you're using the thing to remember for you, I will. Otherwise, I won't. Yeah. Because if you have Google or Apple or like this browser add-in, remember it for you, I'll use them. Yeah. Because uh, that's the whole point is that they are like... I would... Here's one thing I would say, One-off passwords though. that are not, unique to that site and that 
they then if if that site gets hacked right and yeah. they expose that password it's useless to anyone else if they try that password on any other website it's going to be not get them anything yeah. and that's the goal of a password manager right so if you get hacked in one place and the target or your bank or whatever exposes all your password that password is not linked to anything else it's a completely unique password just for that one thing and that's what those password managers do for you i think it's a good idea i think a lot of them are good ideas especially the ones that are built into your systems the android one or the the key icloud i think all those first party ones are good ideas i have never allowed them to gen so like the apple one will allow me to generate those passwords those incomprehensible 60 characters or whatever with dashes and mm-hmm. okay yep. and i'm very glad sometimes that i haven't when all of a sudden it doesn't remember a password for something or it it remembers the wrong one a lot of times i'll try to log into an app and it'll be like oh yeah i remember this password from target.com or whatever and then it'll go oh uh no this is the wrong password and somehow, and somewhere, it. some way, it got updated, and then it didn't get updated in the manager. And you click on Target's website and said, I forgot my password. Please give me a new and one. And then you got to do and all that you, whole thing. Yep, exactly. And then you just go back to the password manager, and then when you have to fill in your change your password thing, you hit that button again, it generates the new one, and there you go. Yeah. Or you uh, know, It's not you know. as bad as you think it is. Like, yeah it, yeah, it does happen sometimes, right? But that happens, like, just if you forget to go to a website for two years and you're like, oh, I had an account on like, you know, ToysRUs.com or whatever from like five years ago. Man, I, what was the password to this? And you know that account is dead forever now because you just forgot the password. Okay. Right? Do we do we all agree that it's safe to use the password manager built into your first party device? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But this answers that question, I think. It is also safe to have them generate the giant 60 character passwords for you. It works. I, I believe you. I also have been frustrated by my phone personally, not remembering passwords when it should. And so I've been saved multiple times by the fact that I know my like 10 different passwords. Okay. I, you know, do what works for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, that anyway, was. I think people should. I think people should use those things. Those things are good, and like you say, the goal is to have every single site have a different password that you don't really know, and doesn't really matter what it is. Uh, so that if every, so if whatever weird forum you're using or some website or whatever gets hacked, they can't then use that password to get into your actual sites that matter to you, right? They can't get into your bank account from there. They can't get into your Gmail. They can't get into your iCloud. They can't get into Netflix or whatever. It is true that passwords are starting to matter less. I've noticed this. <laughs> like, if I change a password for something, it'll be like, so do you want all the everything that's signed into it to stay signed in? And you'd be like, yeah, it's fine. Which is kind of crazy if you think about it. So they're doing... Also, a lot of websites are a lot better about two-factor stuff where like, oh, you've given us your phone or you've given us another way of contacting you. And if you're if it's actually you, right, you need to both respond via the text message or an email or a phone call or, you know, we text your wife or something and <laughs> whatever. You can, you can set those things up in a billion different ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's true. No, I'm laughing because it's I'm, I'm, I'm only laughing because there has been 
multiple occasions where I'll be sitting downstairs and I'll get a text message from upstairs with, what's the code they just texted you? Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, Or in some cases now they're starting to do like, hey, buy this physical USB key or whatever and have it plugged in. And if we detect that it's plugged into your system, we'll just automatically log you into everything. I love that two-factor has become such a noted thing that my phone detects if I've been texted a two-factor. And pulls it. And pulls yeah. it directly into what I'm doing. Yeah. 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 I love Android does that down too. It's awesome. It's yeah. like, oh, here's the like six digit code you just got. You're like, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I actually had a bad experience recently with two factor. Uh oh. Oh no. Um, I, I lost my Reddit account. Because Ooh. somebody two factor so, got into it and two factored mm-hmm. themselves? Nope. Because I, uh, so here's what happened I got a new phone um, and the, People at the at the T-Mobile store transferred all of my uh, all my data, all my apps over from the old phone. But apparently, Google Authenticator does Ooh. not automatically transfer from one device to another. You have to install it manually, yeah. open the old one, scan the code on it into your new phone, and then it will transfer your saved passwords. Fun. So, yeah, me not realizing that I, you know, I, I glanced through my phone when they handed me the new one and double checked that all the important stuff was there. And so when the guy said, dude, can I, am I okay to wipe the old one? I said, yes. Of uh, course you so, did. Cause a normal person would say yes. Right. So I had three or four accounts in authenticator and all of the other ones provide a backup to get into your account. If you've lost access and the backup codes. So a lot of them will generate, will have you generate backup codes and save them somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know what I did with my, my Reddit codes and I got in touch with them and there's nothing they can do. Reddit or Google Reddit. Mm. The one thing I will say uh, about Reddit is that accounts are kind of meaningless there. So sure, <laughs> kind of yeah, gloss. a little bit. <laughs> Uh, it is annoying to have to like resubscribe to everything that you had it and get it all set up the way you liked it and stuff. That yeah. stuff sucks um, for sure. But so yeah, if the if the only method of of authenticating your as your second factor is using um, an external app, just be careful. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Hey, yeah, you're not wrong. You're yeah, not wrong. the. I had a similar issue with a two-factor thing and a forum that I was logged into. And yeah, it happened around the time when I was transferring phones. and But I was able to contact the forum and they removed the two-factor right. part. Like like an administrator was like basically standing there watching me log in and then was like, all right, this matches the previous IPs you logged in from. Like, is this still you? Like, and like checking all these things to like make sure it wasn't just like some person trying to hack their way in or whatever. Um, but that process took forever because like getting in contact with an administrator and stuff took forever. But I can imagine uh, that's like a man, that's a good tip, actually. I'm going to like think about that now. <laughs> yeah. So I I only have two factor now on things that can text or email me. Yeah, that that is most of the ways I do them. I do text yeah. and emails. I don't like to do the authenticator apps. Uh, it makes not- the most sense. I mean. Uh, having had an experience similar to that with the blizzard and steam the steam one being much easier but blizzard not 
one time, very easy uh, authenticators that were built into my phone. You know, initially you're like, oh, this is amazing. It just pops up a toast and then I can tap it and I'm logged in. But then, yeah, these transfer problems and you're just like, nah, I'll take the text message. My phone number will be my phone number for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Until they get rid of phone numbers. I don't know. It's possible. Anyway. You know, yeah. Anyway. Well, that was emails. I said I got a new TV. That was my news for the week. Uh, we should talk about some games for a few minutes before we run completely out of time, because I think both of you have created some sort of steel sandwich. Or trails sandwich? Trials sandwich? Trails? Frozen trails. sandwiches? What are we doing? <laughs> uh, we could touch on it real quick. I did finally finish the Frozen Wilds DLC of Horizon Zero Dawn, so I think that is the cap of everything. I didn't get to max level, uh, but I did kind of everything I wanted to do in that game, so... That's great. Yeah, uh, they do they do a good job of of adding on to the original story. I think people should do that DLC before they finish the game. Oh, really? Oh, you think so? Yeah. That is not what we we've, we've been told. Uh the the DLC ends in such a way that it doesn't tell you the end of the game. Okay. This yeah, yeah and I think that was done intentionally. Certainly was. And I, I think the so it you can play it before you go do the last mission or whatever, right? Uh and that would probably be a good way to experience that because then you don't have to like load up again after your the final confrontation and go back to like some weird corner of the map you didn't go to before. Um Okay, so as a question, uh you have to be very highly leveled to do that. So where would you think people should do it? Because I mean, near the end of the game, right? When you get yeah. close to the end, there's a point where it's like, Hey man, this is probably going to be the last thing. Yeah. You can't turn around if you go any further than this. That's where you should uh, turn around and go do the DLC. That's where you should turn around and go do the DLC. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and that DLC is super cool. And it gives you a bunch of cool new weapons and stuff, uh, which I liked, but was bad at using. Um, Amen to that. <laughs> they were fun, but I was like, "Oh, this is cool!" All right, back to the arrows. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was my uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. That game is fun. Okay. Uh, they announced that Horizon Forbidden West game, and they showed some video of that. Yeah, it looks like I, maybe it will be fun. I stopped watching. I stopped watching it because I was like, "This is probably spoilers in here." I, it looks pretty, but I'm I don't need to know more story than they've showed me already. I don't know if there's anything in there that would spoil any of the first game for you. Okay. Well, yeah. I saw enough to know it looks pretty, and it's 30 frames a second. <laughs> that's, that's what's the dream. That's the console dream, you guys. Get to 30. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was me. Uh, Michael, you got a, you got a Trails? Uh, yeah, so I, I finally finished the Trails in the Sky trilogy by wrapping up Trails the Third. Um, good game. Really good game. Um, it's definitely its own thing compared to the first two. Because um, the first two are, are one sort of complete story arc. Uh, and this is sort of supplemental to that. But it's still a good game in its own right. Um, I think I did most of it. I got to the bottom of the abyss. Nice. Which I had, I, was, I had done some leveling up in anticipation of going into the final dungeon. So I was maybe a little over leveled. So that run was pretty easy cool um but yeah good game 
Um, the stuff you were right, the, st- the content in the doors that sort of fleshes out the world um, was there was some really good stuff in there. And one that was really messed up. Yeah, there's an extremely messed up one. <laughs> I was wondering uh, if you had seen it, but obviously you have because, you know, I know what you're talking about. Yes. And oh. I, I don't even want to talk about it here for no nope. spoilers are so unbelievable. But yeah, the backstory of one of the characters is not at all what you thought it was. How and, many games? Uh, how many games in? You were three games into this before they dropped three games that on in, you? but the character is only introduced in the second game. Oh, okay. So it's I not think, the, right. like so. Th- this is the second game with the character when you yes. hear this backstory. Okay, uh, but not a character that you've been around since before these games. Though that's not too bad. No. no. Okay. Um, that character doesn't go away. They they continue forward. I don't think that's a spoiler either. No, 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 no. Not based on on where it ends. And yeah, you, you do get some backstory on them in the second game, but this is further back. And way more messed up. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, People should play that game. It's really, really good. Uh, And it is, like you say, it's kind of a different thing. It is way more combat focused than uh, the other games in that series. Uh, but the the story tidbits are really, really good. Really good. Uh, awesome. So, Michael, are you interested in heading to Crossbell? Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. So, so what's that's next that's for Michael? Next what's on the list? Uh, Trails uh, from Zero. Trails from Zero? Yes. Yes. That'll be the next one. It is a duology of games with Trails from Zero and Trails to Azure. Known as the Crossbell duology. Yep. And after that, he has a four-game set of the Trails of Cold Steel games. Uh, of which I am now playing Trails of Cold Steel 4. Oh, this has just been picked up, right? This is a new-ish translation? Uh, no. Well, I mean, yeah, it's new. Like It came out like maybe two years ago or something, but it's out on PC now, and so I am playing it. Man. Oh, that game. (laughs) (laughs) The gang is all here, Michael. I mean, that's how this game was, right? Trails the Third. They're they're bringing everybody back. Are there mechs? Oh, yeah. Uh, There are, let's see. How quickly time to mech in Cold Steel 4. I mean, you got to do like one dungeon first. So maybe like three hours. There's, time to mech is very quick. There's a mech in the cover art, Andy. Yeah, I should just I should just know that, right? I shouldn't I shouldn't have the problem have is the problem is that you have to play Trails of Cold Steel one through three in order to get to this game. <laughs> Why do you say problem? You love those games. Oh, I, I yes, but I'm saying that it's hard for me to recommend them to you. I see. Knowing because how much each, time has been sunk into each one, each uh, of those games are like sixty to eighty hour games. I see. Um, yeah, and, yeah I, pl- uh, I play them. Co- I play them completionist. Kind of so yeah, you can you can get less. You can get away with a lot less if you just do the mainline story, right? But the cool stuff about trails is all the dumb conversations with the townspeople. I have to go back and find out if that lady and her kid are going to get in a, get resolve the fight they got in or not. I need to know. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that game is good. Uh, you you know the game is getting real. When not just the like the overarching theme plays, but like the theme with lyrics. 
then it's like, oh no, oh yeah. man, okay, <laughs> stuff is happening now. Yeah, that game is fun. Yeah, I can't talk too much about it because I will spoil tons of things for Michael, and I don't want to do that. Well, don't I do appreciate that. Awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't, I, I didn't have a lot of time for games. We moving that TV was kind of we we had to you, a lot of IKEA building and stuff. So, um, I think we'll leave it there. And I think people should email us about anything controller related that they want to hear about. We'll answer controller based emails. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell us week? what tell us what anime we should be watching too. Oh, that dude for sure. I mean, I would. Yeah. There's I know, so much good. I know people have been talking about that My Hero Academia. Oh yeah, I know uh, a lot yep. of people love that. Yep. And I just have not ever put the time in. Yeah. Uh, what was that? I I was just talking with a friend of ours, Michael, about watching Voltron: Legendary Defender. Yes. Oh, that's uh, a great show. You should watch that if people haven't. It's not really anime. And then I think there's something huh. called The Dragon Prince out there. That's a Netflix. I That's think. a Netflix one. Uh, I think. From last year. That was recommended to me by a mutual friend uh, that I intend to watch. But that is also not anime. I don't think. Anyway. Okay. That's where we're at. Anyway, uh, we were gamers on all the stuff everywhere. Go to the, go to the thing, the YouTube thing. Like and subscribe. Oh boy. Yes, please. Oh boy. I love controllers, Doc, because I feel alone wondering about controllers sometimes. When I just sit by myself and I'm like, I wonder if that's a good controller. Uh, I mean, it's just the the sheer volume is overwhelming. Yeah. I uh, I mean, maybe I'm the weirdo and I just don't ever do that. I just buy one controller and I use it for everything all the time. Yeah, but you buy one quality one and just assume they're all of the same quality of that genre, right? Uh, we're we're starting the hello welcome to episode 263 <laughs> <laughs> sorry 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 it's fine i also need to find some new speakers yeah yeah the... for the computer or for the tv for the house and for the tv i i okay. think i'm i think i'm settled on getting Man, we didn't even talk about this. We have like two minutes. I can add it on later. We didn't even talk about this. TVs in general now do so much stuff and speakers do so much stuff that you don't need half the technology of what you need used to need. So like I had a bunch of passive speakers hooked up to a um, AV receiver. Mm. Okay, well now that AV receiver is so out of date that like you can't use it because it doesn't pass through HDMI 2.1, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so that has to get taken out. Well, it doesn't matter because the TV and the speakers, if you hook them up the right way with eARC, uh, uh, HDMI oh, 2.1. Like, is it more than normal arc? 
it's arc but e arc yeah it's a new arc standard i guess uh which is hdmi 2.1 dependent uh just it gives you atmos instead of not atmos got it uh anyway between those two things you don't need a receiver anymore and so like i have a whole bunch of speakers i don't need anymore i got a turntable also to replace a broken one and it's like no i've got a preamp built in so just plug me into whatever <laughs> like i could plug it into the like whatever and it's also got bluetooth on it i don't even understand how that's possible you know technology, what i mean technology man how that your speakers have bluetooth no i don't know how a turntable can have bluetooth oh i mean you know instead of a cord i know I get it, but I don't get it. You know what I mean? I hear you. Uh, it just is amazing because I haven't looked at technology in like five years when it comes to like audio. And so, yeah, now I got to think about like, well, I probably want a sound bar instead of like hooking up speakers all over the room. Yeah, that seems to be the common way to go these days. Um, And then, you know, if I'm getting rid of all these uh, receivers because they get so outdated so quick, you know, uh, what things can I get that won't get outdated? Well, powered speakers look pretty cool, but we'll see. I I don't know. The, yeah, I think receivers are not, no one uses receivers anymore, right? Everyone just plugs everything into the TV now. That's just, yeah, they're just gone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're just gone. So crazy. All right, I'm gonna bounce. I just uh, yeah, it's great. It's good, but it's great. Anyway, all right, sir. Well, we'll see you on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, hey. Uh, question I, about that. I texted that group. Yep. Uh, I, related question. Um, I was given as a gift one of those uh, one chip challenge chips. Oh. Y'all want to share it with me? Is that like a spicy thing? Yes. yes. Uh, I'll try. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but what's the worst that could happen? A now, lot. If you, if a you, lot if bad you could happen. The bo- if you believe yeah. the box, it's very painful. But obviously, the box in- wants you to eat the chip all at once and it is one person rather than splitting it up, which we are right. not going to do. Right. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. I would suggest... If we're going to do that, like maybe one person makes spicy wings, but like beyond that, maybe not. And I don't consider like normal wings spicy. So like if you're making like a buffalo or whatever. Okay. But I mean, like, okay. let's not all make ghost chili wings. Yeah, we can discuss styles in the in the chat. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm probably going rubs since it sounded like everyone else was doing sauces. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, gotta bounce. Okay, cool. I'm, right, going to, I'm going to Costco this week. So that's covered. Okay. Okay. In terms of, so if you can think of anything, text the group. Will do. Sounds good. Later, dudes. Later.